Good morning, gentlemen. Welcome back. Coming to you live from the Summits and Community Kyle Summits in Philadelphia. A lovely, beautiful Erev Shabbos, Kodesh, Parshas, Beshalach, Shabbos, Shira. And we continue here with the Shemayna Prakam, Laha Rambam, the eight chapters of the Rambam. The Ram is in the middle of speaking out with us the approach to the he- healing and the curing of the diseases of the soul, the ailments of the Neshama. The Ram has been setting that up by telling us that. What does that look like actually and practically when someone has a diseased nefesh, diseased soul, which shows up as a meter problem, problem of, of character traits? He has a problem with balance. He drifts too far to one of the two extremes. Every meter has extremes and that, that balance in the middle. And the Rambam told us that someone with a diseased nefesh is going to drift towards one of the two extremes. The healthy nefesh is the person that is able to have that proper balance person who is able to find that position in the middle where he is able to use the Mita properly, not to completely banish the Mita, purge the Mita, get rid of the Mita, that's not healthy, or to overdo that Mita, overdo that trait. So also not healthy, he's able to wield it, utilize it, and be in control of it. The Rama gave us a whole bunch of examples, and the Rama continues and says, There's many, many other examples. Says the Rama, in other words, he only gave us like a handful of examples over here, says the Ram, the most important thing when we discuss this, uh, you know, give uh, the examples, we should have a common common uh, language that we can speak. Some of these examples the Ram told us <coughs> that he can't find the right words in Arabic, he had explained them in, in, by describing them. As we pointed out, the Ram wrote Pesha Mishnah, wrote Pesha Mishnah, wrote the Shemona Prakam in Arabic. And, and why is the Ram saying this line over here? You know, why is it necessary suddenly for the Rambam to become, you know, a uh, etymologist, a lexicographer? Why does the Rambam have to get into uh, definitions and terms and say that uh, not all the Midas have the right term in Arabic or in any other language that captures them? Sometimes you have to describe it like, okay, that's the very technical, that's like a footnote. You know, why is the Rambam putting the footnotes in over here? That's like the technical glasses in the back. Of the of the book, right? The glossary, the appendix. Why is around throwing that in? That 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 um, not not all the time do we have the right words to 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 just to um, you know use as a uh, label. Sometimes you just have to describe it. So it, what the Rambam wants is again that all midas work has to be thought of as healing and curing, and someone who is in need of that healing process, in need of that cure is ill. Someone that's ill can't rely on his own outlook, as we saw. He's always going to think he's okay. Someone with a meter problem is going to think that he has the right balance, he has the right approach. You know, don't tell me, where I need to work, you need to work, right? I'm, I'm, I, have, I got everything worked out. He starts by making himself as the bullseye in that target. The whole world has to, you know, be defined around him. So that's part of having a meter problem is is uh, being convinced that we don't have a problem and we have to be willing to admit that we have a problem and then we can start to tackle the problem but um, part of being able to do that and to uh, set things up in our advantage, in our favor to be able to work on the Midas is absolute clarity there has to be total clarity we have to have things presented as clearly as possible with no room for ambiguity. If in the discussion of working on Armidas, really any Musr discussion, there is ambiguity, we're not very clear, 
we're mincing our words, we're being nice, we're being polite, then the Yetzir Hara, the, the, which, to use the Rambam's terms, Ramdashprach, the illness, the disease that we have, is going to exploit that. If there's any room for ambiguity, any room to misinterpret, then we're going to misinterpret. If there's any room to skew and slant things, in, in, to hear what we want to hear, to, to hear the Pshat that we want to hear, then um, we're going to do that because we're still ill, we're still sick, we're still diseased. And that Mida, that Mida issue that we have, that, that you know, personality problem that we're still working on, doesn't want us to work on it, doesn't want to be worked at, wants to remain in this place of, uh, you know, its corrupted place. And it's in its best interest to hear that it's okay, to hear that we are okay, that we don't have to work on on uh, whatever particular meter that is. Yeah, the examples abound, Rabbi, said, the examples abound. But we all know we've been there. You know, it doesn't take much. You know, a Bachan Yeshiva who's looking to get more time off to hear something the Rebbe says, oh, you know, we're not, to this Gemara, we're not going to be tested on this blot. So, uh, this blot we're not going to be tested on, so he puts his head down and goes to sleep with that entire blot. Well, the Rebbe said, we're not, we don't need to know it. The Rebbe didn't say you don't need to know it. The Rebbe didn't say that it doesn't exist in Masechus Baba Kamo, that daf. But he said you're not going to be tested on it. Okay, but it's part of Torah, it's part of Baba Kamo, part of, part of Masechta. Uh, you know, it's a week, a week of vacation. So for some people, a week of vacation means a week of not, of not doing Tefillah B'tzibur, right? But what do you mean? We have we have off this week. So off this week. You're not off from Tefillah not off from Shachras. Um, again, the, the concept is, 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 is quite clear. And the examples are, we, we can give plenty of examples on our own. We all know what the Rabbin is talking about. I mean, I'm sorry, we all know that what, what, what the, 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 the problem over here, the problem, and that's why all Midas work, all Musrasvarim, all Musrashmuzin, whether it's a, to a group, whether it's one-on-one, the, the need for clarity is, is critical, is... is um, crucial for any kind of success in connecting with anyone. So the, 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 the person who needs to give somebody Musr, is sing with someone one-on-one, to be too nice is not always such a good thing. You're too nice, you can be a little bit too ambiguous, too, you're going to pull the punches back, you're going to hold the punches rather, you're going you're gonna to mince your words, you're going to try to, in, in, your, in, your, in, your, in your quest for being a nice, polite person, you're going to leave things a little bit hazy and vague and undefined. And the Yetzirah that's on the other side, the illness, which is on the other side, on the listening side, is going to have plenty of room to exploit what you're saying and misinterpret what you're saying and twist it around to its advantage. That, okay, he said, I'm all right. He said, you know, okay right now. I don't really work, need to work on this right now. Um, uh, I'm good. I'm okay. That's why the Rambam, getting back to the Rambam, you know, we asked why is the Rambam suddenly just taking a break to tell us about uh, language and terms and words. The Rambam said that, that when it comes to defining the Midas, when it comes to going through all the character traits and the two extremes of every character trait and how to label them and how to refer to them and how to find that middle ground, we don't always have the right terms in every single language, but we have to sometimes describe it if we don't have the labels. The reason why the Ram is doing is the Ram is telling us that if we're going to have any Hatzlacha, any success, and need this work, clarity is clutch. Clarity is a non-negotiable. Clarity is, is critical. And if you're going to use words, terms that your audience doesn't understand, that you yourself don't really understand, that you, 
you know, they're more technical, more abstract, vague terms. The illness, which we refer to outside the Shemona program, is the Yetzirah, that disease of the Nefesh that is, that is uh, right now veering way off in terms of the Midah issue, will use that to its advantage and will remain in the dark, will stay in an unformed place, will, will allow the ambiguity to be twisted and, 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 and skewed to its advantage, to remain in a place where it is not admitting to a Pram, it's not facing the Pram, not confronting the Pram, not, not accepting the Pram, and that's why, again, says the Rambam, that it's critical to find the correct terms to make things as clear as, as, clear as possible to be able to battle this disease. Says the Rambam further, okay, now the Rambam is going to wrap up the first half of the parak over here, of, of the fourth parak, where he was going through the basic approach, and the basic outline of, of uh, having the right balance in me. This says the Rambam, all the means that we've been referring to and describing so far, we have the two extremes and you have the right, right approach, the balance in the middle. People make a mistake, a common mistake. People sometimes think that it's the extreme that really wanna, we want to shoot for the extreme. People get very pious and very holy and very pure and they say, they think to themselves, you know, what's the best position, the best best uh, approach to shoot for these meters? Is Taka to go to one of the extremes. That, that can't happen. There's a tendency that people have. Sometimes people think that this extreme is the right place to be. People sometimes think, like we talked about, the, the meat of Gavur, of bravery. You can have too much bravery, not enough bravery. Remember what Ron talked about? Too much bravery is risking your life for dumb things. Taking dumb risks. Doing things that are being too cavalier with your life, being too careless with your life. Um, not, being, not having enough bravery is being terrified and panicked about everything, having a phobia of everything. You can't, you, you can't uh, touch a doorknob because you're going to drop dead from all the diseases and the drips that are on that doorknob, right? You can't walk down the street without a mask on because of uh, all, the, all the deadly, deadly microbes that are floating through the air, right? So that's, not having, that's, that's being too panicky. Too fearful? Not, there's such a thing as not having enough fear. The person has to have a certain amount of fear for self-preservation. Says the Rambam, there are people, listen, to this is describing this, I don't know if in the Rambam's day and age, people are doing all the crazy death-defying stunts. We spoke about this a couple weeks ago. That you have now, they don't know if people are climbing to the top of Mount Everest in the Rambam's time, the tight-roping, tightrope walking in between the Twin Towers. But listen to what the Rambam says. There are people who think that risking your life is um, that's 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 the Milo. That 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 is the um, the uh, but that's place to be when a person has his meters worked out is someone who's not afraid of anything and is willing to just to 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 um, do death defying stunts, take crazy risks. The and they call these people that that put themselves, again, in, in, in very risky, very um, dangerous situations, they call them, that's, that's a real brave person, he's a real hero. person's a real hero. What a brave person. There's Rambam, again, is giving us Musr from the Echo Our Way from, you know, 800 years ago, that says, no, that's dumb, right? But people, there are people who think that that's called bravery, that that's called the biggest hero. You know, uh, um, I remember. I remember the. I don't remember the context within which I see, saw this, but uh, some kind of documentary I saw years and years and years ago. 
as a bacher. A documentary about, you know, this, this guy who decided, made a chance for himself, he's going to climb up to the top of Mount Everest without any protective gear, without any oxygen. You know, he wanted to show the world that you can climb up to the top of Mount Everest unassisted. You know, just a human being can climb up to the top of Mount Everest. Anyway, what happened to this guy? So, um, he died in a, some kind of avalanche or something. He died. He died up on the top. And he, he was like Snowden, but but they had, like in the one of the, it was very emotion, emotional, moving scene, like he knew he was dying, didn't die instantly, and he had like some kind of, his, um, not a cell phone, he had some kind of like radio. He was able to communicate with his wife. And it said he had a wife down at the bottom of the, in the base camp. Base camp zero, his wife was pregnant with their child, she was expecting, and together in his last few months, they like named their unborn child together. And like, it was a very inspirational video. And like everyone was commenting on this person, how he was such a hero. He was a, that was the term that they used, a hero. A hero. It's the guy not a hero. He's a shaita, right? A shaita. You have a pregnant wife, and and uh, you know the responsibility of your wife to your unborn child. You're going up to top of Mount Everest unassisted, without any equipment, without any like what is shaita? Why am I going to top of Mount Everest even with equipment? People did it already. You want to show the world that you know, people did it already? Okay, there's already people already made it up there. They planted flags up there, right? It's fun. I don't think anyone does it because it's fun. It's not you know. It's a lot of work, a lot of hard work. You got to train a lot. Um, this, this is not heroism. This is this is uh, someone who is diseased. That's an illness. Someone who doesn't have enough common sense to have a, um, that balance of self-preservation of not risking his life. You know, even if you don't have a pregnant wife down there at base camp, even if you know you're not even a single person, you have to take care of your own life. So it says the Ram that that's a disease. That's an illness. That's not called bravery. That's not called a hero. That's called someone who, who has a crankite, who's cranky, he's ill, says the Rambam. Um, like the people that went down in that submarine, that submarine, that uh, yeshivish submarine, that imploded, right? Remember that? So aren't, those aren't brave, heroic people. Those are good people that have a certain illness, disease. If, if you don't have enough common sense, you don't have that balance, that midah, to not risk your life, to not put your life on the line, then you know you're, you're ill, you're diseased. Um, people that willingly risk their lives, they do dangerous things, they do dumb things. It happens to you once in a while, they get lucky, says the Rambam. Yeah, Bemikra, they got lucky, they survived, right? They. they um, they went. They went diving in a shark, shark-infested waters without a protective cage, to you know, to get up close snapshots of sharks. They 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 did crazy stunts, and it happens to be they survived. So when that happens, says the Ram, that can mislead. They, they, they themselves are ill. They can mislead other people that are ill. So people look at that, admire that, and say, "Wow, that's a real hero. That's a real champion. That's a real brave person." And that's very misleading, says the Rambam. That's really just a sign of someone who who had an imbalance in his mitas, who went too far to the other extreme, leading others astray, and convincing people that this is where you set the sliding bar in terms of that mita of bravery. Sometimes the other way, Ram. People think the other extreme is, is the correct place to be. Now the Ram is not going to the other extreme of, of bravery. In other words, someone who is fearful afraid of everything, has, has phobias everywhere. But again, we know that people can champion that. Say, you know, who is this person? He's so he's so careful. 
He doesn't go anywhere with that bottle of Purell in every pocket. And he wears masks. He wears lots and lots of masks. He wears gloves. He Purells his hands under the gloves. He Purells the gloves on top of his hands. And and uh, what a what a you know, health conscious person. That's a person who is too far to the other extreme of the meter of bravery. You have to have a little bit of bravery, right? You have to not be can't be afraid of your own shadow. But the Rambam gives another example: someone who's another meter, where the person is too far to the other extreme. Um, someone who is too tolerant, too patient. A There can be a person who, you know, you look at him and say, "Wow, you know, nothing gets this person worked up. Nothing gets this person upset." He'll take anything from anyone. He's such a talented person. It's very possible, says the Ram. He has an illness as well in that he is he is too self-effacing. He doesn't he makes himself into a doormat. He just makes himself into a shmat. He doesn't hold himself enough. There has to be a, a point where you draw a line that, you know, I'm sorry, you can't talk to me that way. You say that in a in a balanced way. Uh, people can mislabel the lazy person, someone who really is, is an atzlan, has an issue with laziness, and say, oh, look how he's so happy with his lot, you know, he's, he's, he's um, so happy living uh, off of unemployment checks, and living, in a, you know, off of um, handouts and freebies. We've never seen someone who is so content with just being mistapic b'mood, um, content to survive on, on, on a minimalist uh, you know, existence, a minimalist standard of living. Says the Ram, no, this person really is very passively an Aslan, someone who is just very lazy, can't be moved to work, and not that he has it worked out in terms of, you know, a standard of living. Again, it's someone who is completely not into this world, who doesn't enjoy anything, doesn't eat, doesn't like to eat, doesn't like to sleep. People can look at that and be mislead. The person can be misleading himself and misleading others that he has the right mahalach in in, um, in 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 taiva and in indulgences, but he really has the wrong mahalach because he has to be able to enjoy this world, as we've seen already. Some people have will sometimes think again. They look at all the meters without under, knowing that the Ramas approaches the correct balance, a healthy nefesh. A healthy person is the one that has the balance in the middle, is able to have that mida with balance, have that mida in an appropriate way. And people will look at someone who just gives all of his money away, that that's the spitz, that's where you're supposed to be, that's the appropriate mida. And someone who is too um, um, giving, too generous, gives all of his time away to others, that that's the best place to be. That's the most pious person, the guy who goes above and beyond and beyond and above the call of duty, these are all mistaken approaches. Says the Rambam very clearly and and unapologetically, the correct approach in all meters is always the middle ground. A person has to be always working and tinkering on his meters to always find that middle ground, that middle approach. Okay, we'll stop over here. I'm going to throw out a question. This seems the Rambam saying in all meters, the right balance is the middle approach. The Rambam in Mishnah Torah says that there's two exceptions to this. Two midas that you don't want the middle approach. Two midas that you have to be far away from. And that is anger, says the Rambam. The middle approach to anger is really not a good one. Anger is so bad, you have to be on the other extreme. And gaiva, arrogance, haughtiness, is so bad, you can't take the middle approach that there either. The question is here, the Rambam doesn't say that. Is there a contradiction? Is there not a contradiction? Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Everyone should have a wonderful Shabbos.